Well, with the ink only just beginning to dry on the county board's plans for the new season, with news of banishment of the league, a heightened importance placed upon the Michael Welsh Cup and a condensed time frame to run off the championship beginning on the August bank holiday weekend, the question now being asked is how will we as fans consume these games in the new normal? Well, to discuss this, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Liam Horn of thehornstand.com. Liam, a very warm welcome to you t- to the Saturday Sports Show. You're very welcome, Gravy. Thank you. Firstly, Liam, you've been a champion of live streaming GA matches here in Mayo and across the county for some time now. Personally, I think I remember watching the Westport Intermediate All-Ireland Final in 2017. It was a very memorable game on localstreaming.com. But where did the idea for streaming games in Mayo originate? Um, I, a few people were kind of nibbling around it for a while. Um, I know that in Ballinrobe, Michal came. one of our former players, was trying to see could it be done. And Anthony Moran from Ahamore um, did a couple of live games as well. And the Conway brothers from, from Charlestown, um, who went on to greater things, of course, uh, were involved in streaming games as well. So it kind of grew up gradually in, in Ballinrobe, where I'm a member of the club. We did a lot of, and still do a lot of work on radio. With the club radio, we used initially an app called Audio Boom that then became known as Audio Boo, or the other way around, and then that became known as Spreaker. Um, I think, that, I'm pretty sure that, that all three are the same app, sort of, but it, it grew up from technology making it possible for people who can't get to the match, be it because they're down the town working, or because they're 30 miles away, or because they're 3,000 miles away, we're showing an interest in hearing and seeing games, and that's that's where it came from. We set up local streaming dot club, as you said, and did quite a lot for a few years, including that Westport All Ireland final uh, victory, which was a great day in Co Park. We did four games in Co Park that weekend, actually, and AIB were sponsors, and it became apparent what you could do with relatively simple technology. Now, I use the word relatively, uh, relative compared to, say, a TG Cahar broadcast or an RTE broadcast but still significant enough technology to do, you know, at a local level. Um, and I think people just realized this is doable. Facebook Live became a big thing. YouTube Live, this should be doable. Can we do it in our own club? And from that, we established Mayo GA TV, which I was involved in setting up. Uh, and that, within Mayo, I think brought things to another level as well, where people now expect that the closing stages of the Mayo Senior Intermediate and Junior Championships, and you, you appeared yourself with your own club, Lahardon McHales. Um, they expect those to be broadcast now. So that's a, that's a huge development in, in, a, in a number of years. From you know, I recall when local radio started in Mayo in the late 80s. It was a big thing to have a club match report on the radio, and now we're at the point where you can you can actually watch matches on your phone or you know cast to your TV which is, you know, a huge development. I suppose primarily the interest is there. In a county like Mayo, there's a huge interest in football in particular, uh, and that that's part of it. But I'd also say, and we may get onto this later on in the conversation, clubs and others involved in looking at streaming wouldn't want to overstate the size of the audience either. There's a there's not much relationship between the size of the Mayo GA inter-county team following and the size of the Mayo GA club audience. They're, they're very different very different animals and very different scales. Yeah, I think that's something I notice as well, doing it for Lardon McHales. You know, it's sometimes you expect an awful lot more and then sometimes you, you get caught by surprise the amount of people that actually do tune in 
I think it's all about the accessibility of, of this, whether it be logging into Facebook, going onto YouTube just to see them live, people can make the decision themselves. But what kind of equipment is needed to organise a, a full live stream of a match? So if a club, if a club wants to stream a match, I mean, you, you can try it on the, on the mobile phone, but it, it really won't work well enough. Um, you want, you know, it, you want a very good perch to make that happen. And it's, you know, you're, you're operating off just two, the technology isn't just up to it. So you're going to have to get a proper camera, um, you know, that, that you then feed into your, um, you've got a studio mix set up, maybe using a big, a big Apple Mac type computer. Um, you've got to get the, 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 there are various pieces of software like Wirecast and things like that you've got to use to, to feed the, Feed the to feed the feed into your virtual studio, and feed it out to the world. Um, if you're going through Facebook Live, that can be a little bit complex as well. Facebook Live is very good for picking up your phone and going live there and then, but when you try and feed in other elements like an interview or a, a microphone at pitch side, or you know, or, or somebody coming in on the screen, uh, or bring in a bit of music, something you've recorded earlier, like an insert, all of that requires a studio setup as well. So. It's just not it, it's not it's not as simple as, as people think. And in the last few weeks, I've had quite a few clubs on to me wondering, can we stream our games? And I'm saying to them, it's not as simple as you think. It's a, you really need somebody in the club who probably has the the equipment already, because if they don't have the equipment already, they're not necessarily interested enough. Do you know what I mean? The people who are interested in doing this tend to have the equipment already, and a club could spend a few thousand euros on buying the equipment only to find it's not being used. So if a club is thinking about getting into streaming, they want to make sure that the person who's going to run this is genuinely interested because, you know, they won't be paid for it. They won't, they'll only learn it if they're obsessed by it. You know what I mean? Because it changes all the time. And then a lot of things changed during COVID-19. A lot of the technology platforms changed how they did things as well. So unless you're really tuned into it, um, you won't be able to stay up to date with it, you know? Um, so, you know, you've got to have all that equipment. You may need a backup camera. Um, you need microphones. Um, you know, and, and you need somebody at the heart of it who's able to, to master all of this. And I, I've streamed between localstreaming.club, Ameo GA TV, possibly was involved in maybe 40 live streams of games. And there wasn't a single game where I wasn't nervous as we pressed the button to go. It's that the technology is a, is a kind of a... You know, it's a very, very tricky world. And you're, every time you go out, you're changing something from the last time. You're trying to see, well, if we did this, we could remove the possibility of that happening again. Or So you're constantly at your wits end, nearly hoping everything goes live. Now, I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that we always got live, actually. Um, and, and some bigger broadcasters than us didn't get live. And I don't say that to criticize them. It's the fact that it's it's a very tricky there are so many moving parts, you know, and then you might you might push button A and that could knock out button B and that could bring your broadcast down. So um, I think the biggest thing if clubs are looking at this, and I know that's kind of your interest in this, is it can cost money and you need somebody who will actually pioneer it and really, really want to do it in the club. Uh, and even then, it'll put them to the pin of their collar. It just, would, it just wouldn't be doable. It's not really feasible that a club will buy the equipment today and put out a match next Sunday week almost it, it takes a lot more than that yeah I think it's it's something of a personal hobby kind of needed within every club to kind of see it succeed but if we are going to see games covered at least from Belmullet to Balahadreen you would advise something along the lines of using the app called Spreaker yes 
I, I mean, I don't know what Mayo GATV are planning. I'm sure they'll be they'll be announcing soon. But the the problem is, that, and I come back. I come to speaker in a moment. The the problem with streaming games is it costs money, and the the problem with that is that the audience for live games in a county like Mayo is not as big as people think. You know, you you think you put on a county final, Ballantubber versus Castlebar Mitchell, with maybe six or seven well-known county footballers in action. And you think they're going to queue up at the virtual gate to come in? They don't actually. It doesn't to get people to commit to sitting down and pay doing a pay per view to actually go through all those steps and watch a game. There's a certain amount of commitment needed, and in anything to do with sales, it's the level of compulsion. Do you know what I mean? Do people feel compelled? If I'm at home on a Sunday and I'm doing a few jobs around the house, am I just as happy to listen to it as to watch it? Am I driving on the car? Can I listen to it just as much as watch it? You know what I mean? And that's where, you know, I think that's where Spreaker, which is the app we use in Ballonrobe GA Club, um, comes into its own because it allows you to rock up to the pitch, turn on your mobile phone and do a commentary on the match that will go out on your club radio that would be immediately posted to your social media, Twitter, Facebook, and that people develop an expectation it's going to be there and because it's easily done. So in Ballonrobe, for example... I started this maybe seven years ago, and within a few years, we had two more commentators lined up, including Tom Kearney, who now commentates quite a bit for Mayo GA TV and Midwest Radio. So people within the club came to the fore because it was easy. You know, on a Sunday morning, Tom might text me and say, you going to that match today, and if I can't go, he said, well, I'll go, and there's no big hoo-ha. All you need is your phone charged. Do you know what I mean? And for the listener, they can... They get used to it. The one thing I'd say about listeners is, or people who want, who actually do want to watch or listen to things, they'll find their best way of doing it. Is it better to put it on my, cast it onto my TV? Will I put it into my Google Home device? Will I put it onto, my, will I use it on my phone? Do you know what I mean? People will figure out the best way of listening to it. And I think for clubs, my advice to clubs would be invest in Spreaker. In Baton Row, we spend 150 quid a year on it, that's all. And that gives us up to 10 hours of broadcasting. Um, if you if you go for the free version, it's only 28 or 29 minutes you get before you have to start a new broadcast. And that's actually a frustrating duration when you consider it's a GA match, which generally is 30 minutes. In fact, if it was 35 minutes, you could nearly stay with the free version. But the fact that it's 28, 29 minutes means you'll start a few minutes before the game and you'll be stopped just 10 minutes before half time. And that's a bit of a, a bad time to stop. But um, Spreaker is very reasonable. It's very user-friendly. People in the club, as I said, can pick it up on their phone, do the commentary there and then. It can be used for interviews around, you know, about club award schemes. Um, if there's anything else on, if there's a new manager in the club you want to interview, you can do that on Spreaker. It, or, it archives immediately. And one of the things we discovered in Baton Rouge is you get more listens, which is bizarre, you get more listens on many occasions after the game than you do during the game. So what we think happens is that a lot of the players and people who are at the game tune in again later on, maybe in the pub or tune in at home or on the way home in the car and listen to the game again because it's a bit of novelty as well. And it's, and it's also fun. I think that's something the club should bear in mind. You know, this is not the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship. Most club games are relatively unimportant, if you know what I mean. They're important to the club, but it's not life or death. These players are not committing their careers and their lives to this. It's still a sense of collegiality, a sense of fraternity, and therefore a sense of fun. And in fact, I would compliment your own club um, has been very good in that regard, your, your social media account. If it hasn't been uh, hounded out by the PC police, um, sometimes there's great fun about it. And I think people look to the look to clubs for that, you know, for a bit of crack. 
and I think Spreaker to me is the one I, th- I think no club should go from not doing anything straight to trying to st- live stream games on, in, in, video, in video start with Spreaker first of all if you're somebody in your club who's interested in doing this stuff test them out on Spreaker see will they actually turn up and do it every Sunday if they do that maybe down the line you could look at putting putting some money into them and, get, and buying the equipment they need for streaming but very few clubs in Mayo stream. Wishing McGovern and Ballantubber has taken it on board in the last few years, and we do it in Ballantubber. And I think we're the only two clubs in Mayo with Spreaker accounts, and it, it's so simple. And we've been doing it for years, and people really appreciate it because they can listen going along the car, they can listen wherever they are, they don't have to break their stride. In fact, people listen to it at the game as well. That goes on too because it kind of creates a bit of interest at a game as well, you know. Yeah, I think that's certainly a great suggestion for any club looking to broadcast some of their games in the coming months and weeks. But just on the county board side of this, they are obviously going to lose an awful lot of revenue in the next while due to the lack of crowds coming into stadiums throughout the county. I saw something during the week, Galway County Board alone are going to lose £1.2 million in gate receipts. As you mentioned, there has been talk of people paying to view these games. In your opinion, is this going to come anywhere close to replacing the lost gate receipts? No. Games, Saturday evening, tonight's evening, there's the quarterfinals, the Mayo Senior Championship in Castle Bar. I might ramble in to see the games, but I could be deflected away from seeing them either. Do you know what I mean? Um, I might go into one of the games if one of my friends is going and it's an evening out and we'll have a bit of crack and see the football but I'm not knocking down the door do you know what I mean and the, and the attendances at the games show that you know it's, it, there are very few times in the year where you're knocking down the door for games other than your own club or your own county and you know most people most of the, the hardcore GA fans go to their club matches and we all know the size of the attendance at club matches is small you know compared to the inter-county games so like if if I can't see those quarterfinal games next Saturday evening if they're on in McHale Park, I might I'll probably tune into Midwest Radio. I might buy the Mayo GA TV subscription, but will I actually sit down on the couch and watch the two games? Probably not. And in fact, for me, and I have found this even on All Ireland Final Sunday, I have found myself outside maybe doing a bit of painting outside the house and sticking with the radio coverage right up until throw-in time before the All-Ireland Final, not feeling the need to go in and watch the pre-match analysis, get the minor game, if they are not playing, on the radio. Um, you know, that the, 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 the sort of the compulsion to sit down and lie down on your couch or sit back in your armchair and pay and get set up and watch two games of football, it's not as, you know, it's not as deep a thing as you might think, you know. And, and I think, maybe, you know, we are probably spoiled by the amount of games you get free to air um, but that's still going to be the case this year. You know, we'll be able to, if I don't get to see the Mayo Senior Championship game, I might be able to see Tyrone Donegal tomorrow on their TV. You know what I mean? So I get my fix. I better go and see my club game. So I, I don't see any prospect, and I'm a bit long-winded about this, I don't see any prospect of pay-per-view in any way replacing the revenue that the GA will lose from Gates. It's just, it's not there, in my view. And that's from, you know, long experience of watching it. It's not... It's just not there. Going to a game is a different experience. Um, yes, it's wonderful to say that Westport game you talked about. Westport people around the world contacted us afterwards. One man told me he, he couldn't believe it. He had his son playing. He had family watching it elsewhere in Ireland. He had family watching it in two other continents. And, and he was at the game, obviously, with, his fa- with the rest of his family. He said it was an incredible experience of a shared moment, the whole family getting to see this big day for Westport. But that's like once... 
Westport has never had a day like that before or since. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, no Mayo Club has won the All-Ireland Senior Club Championship since then either. So the times when the, when the level of interest reaches that peak where you're going to get huge audiences is, is few and far between. Um, and I think, that, and I think, I think certainly Mayo County Board, I would say they're very aware of that because they've been down the road and have done a really good job on Mayo GATV. But I think, th- I think they probably see it for what it is. It's a very important service, probably makes a few quid, but I don't think they'll be looking to it as a, as a replacement of the revenue that they're going to lose at the gates this year. Is there going to be a complication with national broadcasters who hold rights for games and if they are broadcasting at, say, 3 o'clock on a Sunday, will there be an issue for clubs being able to broadcast their own games to any platform that they choose? There is an issue there in that the, the national broadcast deals include conditions along the lines of no other game can be broadcast at that time throughout the GAA. So, in theory, Ballon Road versus Lardon and the eagerly awaited Mayo Intermediate Football Championship clash this year cannot go on as the same, cannot be streamed TV-wise or video-wise at the same time as Dublin versus Mead in the Leinster final. Um, and, it, and I know the TG Cahar have, have certainly flexed their muscles on this once or twice because they're, they're a deal that, that sort of commands the GA TV audience to them on that day. And if Van Roblachardon takes away 200 viewers and if there's 25 more Van Roblachardons on Mayo and Galway and elsewhere, um, you know, it's leaking their viewers away. Uh, and I, that's going to be, it looks like, based on what we've been seeing in the media this week, that's going to be a point of issue this year as well. Those who have paid for national contracts will be wondering, well, why are we paying for that contract if you can't deliver an un, uh, uninterrupted GA audience to us? So it doesn't extend as that there can't be a match played. Ban Roban Lardon can play at that time, the Dublin and me, they're playing the Leinster final, but Ban Roban Lardon cannot be streamed at that time. And you know, the, I think you're going to see a bit more mess, flexing of muscles there this year as well. But it'll be very hard to police, and the GA have struggled to police it overall, I would say, because county boards have a feeling that the games are theirs, that they didn't enter into any deal with TG Cahar or anybody else to stop them from broadcasting their own games. So there's a lot of issues over who actually owns the rights to a game. Is it, the, is it consolidated at national level? Is it, a, is, it a, is it a county board? You know, what roles the clubs have in those games? So it could get messy, but not as messy as people think, I think, because I think that, I think we'll see little enough streaming done this year. I think we'll see the same, ultimately see much the same levels of streaming done in Mayo as we've seen the last few years, which is that sort of concluding stages of the championships, which is, for those who, who are into that, then it's fantastic. And I, I've been away and I've, I've been at home as well watching games. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's fantastic. The time Ballantubber at Castlebar and the replay two years ago, is it two years ago now, two years ago, three years ago, I was in Spain the weekend of the replay, and it was fantastic to be able to get that. It was the day Ballantubber broke Castlebar and turned the recent history, you know, the tide of Mayo GA history in another direction where Ballantubber got back to the top at a time when Castlebar looked to be preeminent. I don't think you'll see a huge amount more. So opening, you know, group games or whatever, it'll be straight knockout probably, but um, no, it's not probably group games at club level. They won't command the audiences to justify that much streaming, in my view. I don't think that... I think people will go to games or not go to games or they'll listen to games. The audience, those who will actually sit down and watch it, is, is, is quite small. And has there been much dictation from the county board for clubs on how they should deal with the new scenario of having to cover games or potentially stream them? I haven't heard of much, and I suppose it's probably more that clubs... County board may leave clubs to their own devices to a certain extent. You have to get permission to, to stream a game if you're a club. Um, and generally, the county board have been very supportive of that. 
And I think you know, overall, Mayo County Board has been ahead of the ahead of the pace in terms of understanding that it's important that we do stream our games and let people see them. You know that I think they've been good that way. Um, but I think what's going to happen is some clubs are going to try it and realise, well, oh, this is difficult. Or somebody in your club who's really into this, who's really really into this, it's very hard to just decide now we're going to we're going to learn it and do it. You know, it's just it's not that simple of a of an equation, you know, it's just not that simple. And I think that might be the 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 reality that will keep this that it won't be as big a streaming year as people might think. Tweaker also has the the value of if you know, it's just easy to get into. So if I'm at a game next Sunday and I want to see how some other game is going on, it's easy to just flick into a different click and away you go. You don't even watch it. You can still be at the game you're at. And I think that's we I, I would expect we'll see some growth in that area. Overall, clubs probably need to be a bit more consistent in how they go about this. I mean, there's no point just doing occasional games here and there. Like, that's what Spreaker offers is a consistency. You know, in Ballarat, we probably do close on 20 games a year on Spreaker. I haven't counted it, but probably close on that. Like, a lot of the league games, any underage, semi-final, final kind of thing. We've done some school games. The Ballarat Community School and the All-Ireland Senior B three years ago. And we did the Connacht final, All-Ireland semi-final, and All-Ireland final. This year we did the Connacht College of Senior A semi-final between Bernard Community School and St. Gerald's College, Castlebar. You know, so we use it for other things as well, apart from the club, if we think there's some other local team like the school that we should be covering. Um, and people understand how it works. And I know I'm sounding a bit like a broken record now, but my advice to clubs this year is conquer Spreaker. You'll be, you'll be surprised how popular it will be and how easy it is to do. Yeah, I think that's very solid advice there. Thank you very much, Liam Horn of thehornstand.com for joining us today on the Saturday Sports Show. Thank you.